This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 4. Hello, my name is... All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? Taking our midsummer cue from FFG, we'll be covering some of the news, giving you some additional background on the Crab and Dragon clans. We'll get to some listener questions that we didn't cover last time, but to start, we'll cover recent news and discuss our spoiled crab card, Watch Commander. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. I think this is going to be one of these uh, these not-so-light preview cards, these spoiled <laughs> cards. Just That's to, great Yes, it, it is. Oh, it it's is. awesome it's art. Awesome. I, I, I realize that like I say this just about every episode, but... Damn, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it Damn. is very cool. Very cool. So, uh, but before we get to that, we'll talk about some of the. Let's. I want to talk about the Facebook video. It's particularly the one on June twenty third. That one had a lot of clarifying details with respect to the gameplay. So, we should clarify. This is so, FFG's recorded live questions. Yeah, this is the Facebook live one, and you can find it. Uh, these are typically posted on Reddit, so you don't actually have to have a Facebook account because they get embedded into a Reddit post. And so, in most cases, uh, it, obviously, if you have Facebook and you follow FFG, then you can see those videos. But it clarified a lot of stuff, like the loss of one owner, uh, one honor for unopposed conflict. So when someone is getting into a battle and you, as the defender, choose not or to not defend. to choose, like you you're, don't have an option, yeah. not to defend, you're going to lose uh, after the resulting battle. Part of that resolution, that part of the resolution of the conflict. I shouldn't say con- battle, but so conflict. that's that's when but you that, lose one honor. That's at the end when the. What is it, the the skill is yeah when the mm-hmm. skill Compare is skill values yeah, yeah 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 so you compare skill values and then at some point in there you lose an honor for unopposed so let's uh, let me see if I'm understanding this correctly sure so let's say you attack me I defend you do something to send my character home or right. remove mm-hmm. from the board right. Or whatever right at and the there's time, no one on your side yeah. bowed or ready mm-hmm. at the so at the time that the skill va- at the skills are the skill values are compared to see at the who end won, of conflict yep yep. That's when I, I, that would count as me not having a defender. Right. So I'd, so I'd lose an honor. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's and so you take an honor. You you take an unopposed honor hit. So it's only for one honor, and then uh, you go through the steps of triggering the ring, claiming the ring, breaking the province if if that's if that's part of it. But that's perhaps, a very nice clarification. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, although this is this was a little bit mitigated by a spoil later, they did say that the the rules will be released in early August. They will have a how to play video up in late July. Ooh, and um, no, no, no. We're already June past 30th. July. Yeah, it was, the, it was the June thirtieth Facebook Live video. Oh, right. Okay. In which they talked about showing some gameplay in their next Facebook Live video. So they might so, actually so like a week away now, basically. Yeah, oh, that's geez. a week. That's a week from here. Cool. As we're, as we're sitting here, so that we'll see a lot of new information. And the first piece of that is the crab spoiler that uh, FFG shared with us. So here it is. And Doug, as our resident crab fan, as our resident uh, <laughs> as a, crustacean. As a friend of mine said the other day, <laughs> resident crab person. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> then then uh, we'll let you uh, read this card out. All right. So this is Watch Commander. <clears throat> it's an attachment. Uh, one cost. Plus one military, plus one political. Uh, the keyword is follower, and the text is attached to a character you control. Limit one per character. Reaction. After an opponent plays a card during a conflict in which attached character is participating, that player loses one honor, and it's unlimited. Unlimited reaction. How much? Unlimited. And what's the influence on that? It's three influence. It's three influence. So which it's is, a heavy yeah. crab <laughs> influence right card. Right in the cost. Of so yeah, that's, that's something that you're not going to see much in other decks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You might. Yeah. You might. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm thinking one at least, maybe two. I mean, that's a, okay. That's yeah, okay. A heck of a. It's hit, a good right? splash, but for three influence. I mean, true, it, for three true, influence, true, it's true. probably costed about right. No, it yeah, is. Yeah. Considering that the the reaction is unlimited. But it's it's you know that that's a choice because you, if you only have ten influence available, three is kind of a hit. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Two, two two copies, I think I could see. I mean, like in in a deck that's using good attachments or wants a nice plus one plus one anyway. Well, I guess it depends on what else is available in the crab conflict cards at one or two. Yeah, that totally. you can yep. balance it out. Absolutely. With. Oh yeah, absolutely. of course. I keep 
a little bit of in, uh, netrunner thinking there. <laughs> Six is an easy cost to play. I can go get other stuff for about four. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You're, you're grabbing crab stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. would impose uh, limitations on your options. Right. So yeah, but so if you're going with amazing, like this is a de- like, and because crab is defensively focused, right? And you have that first action as defender. You're like, I defend with this person, and they're coming in with all their people, and you're there, maybe it's a crane, maybe it's a lion, maybe they're gonna, they have this handful of cards, they're really excited to play, and your first action is to go watch commander (laughs) and all of a sudden each of those cards in their hand has an additional cost that may be a high price to pay yeah you're saying because of the window going to the defender you can guarantee that what anything they do basically after that that's not a already in play action will trigger that ability exactly right i see what you're saying so for someone who well we haven't really seen anything about the scorpion incline yet but there well, we can make a guess that they're going to do stuff with dishonor because they're sort of the the underhanded clan right 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 of course it seems like well, maybe I mean, we'll see what happens when we, when we get to the that spoiler. But Watch Commander might end up being something that would be great against a Scorpion deck, right? Or oh, or great closer. in a Scorpion deck. Scorpion Ooh, with no. cla- crab. Oh, oh yeah, like Scorpion is dishonoring so, so, you, so and that... then you and then you happen to you as the Scorpion Clan commander happen to know somebody who's on watch, and you play <laughs> this, and you're like, yeah, go ahead, you're already at five honor. Come on, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I guess we'll play see. Play card. So I guess we'll see what happens. So we we I guess we'll see what happens when the Scorpion are, are spoiled. But you know, th- th- this card has possibilities. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just oh. a, just just even as a gentle deterrent. Yeah. An extra cost of oh, every card I basically every card. I play this conflict now also costs an honor. Right. Well, and it's, you know, it, oh, yeah, so it's good. That might so also good. work in Crane, too. Think about it, because Crane, does, they, they want, the, the, the Crane is very honorable. They want, they want to gain honor. They're, they're, they're possibly going to be the, you know, the, the honor win sort of clan. Right. You know, having that as sort of a counterbalance to set, to, Keep your opponent off balance a little bit. Okay, yeah. could work. Yeah, wait, 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 your opponent's pushing for higher card draw to try and like mitigate the fact they're expecting you to gain honor. Right, and so you're also gently punishing them for you're double punishing for what the cards they draw. They lose cards by drawing higher honor than you, and then they lose them as they play them. Okay. I think overall right, this is. Right. I think overall this is a, a really good card. Yeah, yeah. It I, no, I, I I was I was tickled pink when we got this to spoil. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and, I, and, and I one that. fate for that. I know. One fate, and it's unlimited. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's there aren't too many. <laughs> can't be that many unlimited. That, that, okay, that, there's going to be three of those in, in every crab conflict deck. There's going to be three of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a crab card. Yeah. And the image is one that where there's... It looks like a watch commander is disciplining a, a, a underling, and the underling is standing there shamefully in front of him being yelled at. So it's a, it's a great... I would add it as well. I mean, the comment you make about clan, uh, about yeah, about crab clan and defensive like proclivities is entirely accurate. In some ways, though, it's a great aggro card because you go, okay, how many tricks were you planning to slow me down with? Because now they're hitting you every time they try. Right. A good way to go. Okay, are you sure you can swing this with one guy and all your tricks? Yeah. You sure you can afford to? It just occurred to me that this that you know another clan that this would be a great fit for would be dragon. Thank you. (laughs) You know, we've seen all the we've seen the, the dragons and they seem to do a lot with attachments. Having having crab allies so you can have watch commander might you know might have some synergy with some of those dragon attachments. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, yep. one cost for one one for starters. Yeah. Quite apart from the ability, is dragons gonna like yeah, yeah sure, throw you, it on there. And you can play it as dragon. If you're gonna attack, you could play it first before you go into your conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. So you play it on your character and you enter and the you conflict say, phase, you play Here it. we go. Yeah. We're coming. That We're coming the, um, at you. Stop me. Go ahead yeah. and stop me. Because I'm coming politically or militarily or whatever, you uh, maybe I'm coming to your weak side, to your to your weak conflict strength, and you need to play cards out of your hand in order to protect yourself or protect from the from the province being broken. Yeah. Uh oh, now that now there's a cost to that protection, mm-hmm. and that's that's huge. Yep, totally. And the the, the Voltron nature of Dragon as well, a, be- a better chance of getting the full use out of unlimited trigger card. The fact that can probably get him into multiple conflicts. Oh, that could be around. disgusting. Yeah, just awful. Oh. Oh, man, that's a great card, and thank you, FFG, for letting us spoil it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So, that is absolutely great and stuff. Then, and then, so we're talking. We talked about how well this card might work in Dragon. We talked about how well, obviously, it's going to be in Crab all well, over the yeah. place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but, but we want to go into. We're kind of following FFG's lead here. They gave us a Dragon story. They gave us a Crab story. So let's let's talk a little bit about 
the history and the kind of the pre-FFG background of these clans. What are these clans like? What are their makeups? So, Doug, you're on. So, <laughs> first of all, I'm interested. I'm interested in knowing more, a little bit more about the dragon. The dragon story was, and I've got whether it's good or not. I kind of didn't know one of the one of the things that. I thought it was great. You did? Okay. Yeah, I, I, it impressed. was, yeah. I was so kind of lost. Like a lot of this, w- with that was the first fiction where I realized, okay, there's a lot of name dropping here that's satisfying the old guard, the people that know the old fiction, that know the old characters. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I'm taking, I, I'm reading this. I'm like, okay, this is very interesting. And then I go online or I talk to somebody else who knows and they're like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, this character does this and this character's here and this character's there and this, this character's like this, but not really and not, so on and so forth. And so I want to know a little bit more about the Dragon Clan. Mm-hmm. I, I will quickly inter- interject that as, as someone with aspirations to literary criticism, that is a really good piece of writing. Yeah, the okay. Dragon. I, All right. I enjoyed All right. it a great deal just as a, a well, well-written piece and a, okay. a cleverly oh, yeah. revealed info. So I felt that the story was really captured the feel of the clan. The enigma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The enigmatic ideas right. that so, forces at work. Like From what I remember from you know playing the, playing the RPG you know many moons ago, Togashi Yokuni really isn't changed at all. And Togashi Yokuni is the champion. He is the, he is the Dragon Clan mm-hmm. champion. Who is also... Is, did you get the impression that he was a dragon in this? Because wasn't that like the dragon personified? See, the original Kami dragon? That's the thing. Is the original Kami Togashi... Yeah. Is, you know, he, if I remember correctly, he had like... He had sort of a dragon form that he could assume. If okay. I remember correctly. All right. But nobody's quite sure what really happened to him. And there is some reason to believe that Togashi Yokuni is Togashi. Was that was that clear from the fiction? Because well, one of the things from the fiction was that I really got this feel for the Enigma of the Forces. One of the surprises that I didn't know what was kind of a personal one is like the Dragon Clan is the smallest clan, and they have very few births. They have very few children. Uh, or they're going through this period where that, there's a very low. That birth I think rate. is 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 a bit of a new thing. They, okay, they were always kind of they've always been kind of small. The, okay. Because they live in the mountains and uh, they're 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 really different in their mentality than all of the other clans. Their stronghold is really hard to get to. Have you seen that artwork? It's oh, like yeah. on a on a stand on an island in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> uh, how do I get there? <laughs> well, that and that whole thing about you know that people who try to find it who aren't welcome get lost on the way. Oh right, 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 that, right, right. That is that is the that was true in the old story also. Okay. So that right. the Dragon Clan champion sort of has a tie kind of to the land around him a little bit, which allows which allows for that sort of for him to, you know, keep people out who he doesn't want to come into. So does the land shift? Not we're we're dealing with a with a land full that's full of magic, so yeah, not so, sure. I think if right. it's if right. it's if it's people get if it, there's something that causes people mystical that causes people to get disoriented and and go the wrong way, okay. or if it's the land actually shifts or what, nobody really knows. I okay, dragon is the best source of the. Here's what happens. You can come up with your own explanation because no one's telling you. you All know, right, it's, it, there is a like you say mysticism and, and enigmas is their deal. So the dragon clan champion. I think has always worn this ancestral armor. You never see the Dragon Clan champion without this armor. And the 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 picture you you saw the artwork in the the story, right? Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if uh, and the card, right? yeah, it's it's a, although if, uh, the card doesn't do the artwork justice because it's a full art piece, it's a full yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful art. Piece. But that's pretty much the same image of. Togashi Yokuni from the original. They they pretty much brought the old art word for, or art forward. Okay, so you know that that really hasn't changed. Uh, great art, <laughs> love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, never takes off the armor. I'm not sure. I think he always has his mempo on also, so you can't see his face. You can just see his eyes. So yeah, so there's this there's this big mystery surrounding the Dragon Clan champion, and like the the name changes, but like the armor is always there. So you got this. The, it's nobody's sure well, like what the Dragon Clan champion looks like. If it actually is the original Yokuni, still or the original Togashi, still going forward, just changing his name. Yeah, there's, so. there's basically a suggestion that it's in some ways a permanent line from the Kami yeah. in the direct sense. Right. Yeah. Or right. it's possible that it's just a some sort of 
mystical connection back in time to the other, you know, clan champions. Okay. Like when so, he, he sort so, of has a seizure in the story, right? Right, right, right. Epilepsy. Epi- you know, you know, modern knowledge tells us that it's probably epilepsy, but who knows? Or something close. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it looks like if that, it, if, it, right. if it was if it was the real world, it would be epilepsy. But you know, in a world where you've got all this, you know, magic and other things, who knows what it is? Yeah, it lo- uh, looks like that. The rolling eyes, the the, the convulsions. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right. So that that could be that could be like some sort of connection to like you know getting visions from history or something, and that's how it sort of carries forward but it also could just be that this is a you know thousand year old dragon sitting here in armor in front of you you know talking to you in very quiet voice so that's that's okay that's 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 the coolness of the of the togashi of the clan champion yeah or you know i mean the seizures could be a side effect of the champ of the dragon occupying a human Mm -hmm. form all kinds of things you can find all kinds of explanations for this the um the the, the, since we mentioned this the scorpion style mind says to me the seizures could be complete in affectation yes some power is used you into the future is made absolutely so so you've got the the main family the the togashi family and the thing that's interesting about the togashi family is it's not a family so much by birth it's an adoptive family so anyone who calls themselves togashi something or other um, they they're probably a monk of some sort uh you know possibly nisezumi the tattooed man sort of uh, so with the mystical tattoos and all that like i mentioned before but more than likely they're from a different clan Mm -hmm. they left their old clan became a monk took the name togashi and was adopted into the clan that's, okay. that's the way. That's All the right. way that family of the dragon works. Oh, huh, okay. Yeah. If you know the narrative traditions, this is very much a monastic, a Japanese stroke, a East Asian monastic style. Is yeah. the whole leave one family, join a new one. This is now your family. This okay. is now who you're part of. Yeah, and that it's and that's also part of Bushido and the samurai tradition and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got two other families, uh, main families in, in the in the clan. You've got the Miramoto family. They are the 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 warriors, the Bushi of of the of the clan. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where the duelist in the Dragon Clan cards. Yeah, that's he's Miramoto Ratsugo or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was that card, Knight and Adept, or Niten, or I'm not exactly sure how it's. Is Niten a family name or is it? No, 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 no it's the, a that's style. The, that's the style yeah. of Dragon Plate. It's, it's it's, it's as Mir- soon as I asked that question, I knew yeah. what I was. Thinking. It's Miramoto's <laughs> Niten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, basically, Miramoto wrote a book. The 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 founder of the Miramoto family, a guy named Miramoto, sort of parallels. Miyamoto Musashi. Thank you. Yeah. The guy who wrote the Book of Five Rings on which the game is based. So that's sort of a recursion in the game. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to some extent, a non-horrific, right? Yes, it is. Exactly and so. Yeah. So uh, he wrote a book. He came up with this style called Niten or Niten. I think it's Niten. I think it's Niten. I, well, I don't yep. really speak Japanese, so... Yep. <laughs> so I am a gadget. Anyways. We, we find uh, ourselves minus our usual translator today, so... Exactly. <laughs> So he develops. So Miramoto develops a unique style of sword fighting. In most cases, you know, if you've if you've seen any sort of samurai movie ever, where where you've got a scene where there's a duel where you've got two guys facing off, they have their katanas in in their sheaths, they put their hands on them and they sit there and they look at each other for a while, and basically like they're daring the other one to to move first. And then you get that whole thing where they, you know, they all they both draw and you know, have the sword fight and it's over quickly. It's but it's all done with just the katana. That's sort of the standard method of dueling and fighting in Rokugan. Niten is different. Niten uses the wakazashi also. Okay. The shorter of the two swords. Yeah. So you got the katana, which is the long sword, the wakazashi, which is the short sword. And they're they're a pair, they're called your daisho. They're always paired together. Normally, the, the, the wakazashi is sometimes used for sort of defensive purposes, but, in mere, uh, but it's, not, it's, it's, hard, it's not used very much in the other styles of sword fighting in Rokugan. But Niten uses both of them in an offensive way. So you've got this sort of whirling dervish sort of uh, style of sword fighting that Miramo, the Miramoto family uh, Okay. Yeah, 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 all right, all right. I can imagine that. So it's pretty neat stuff. It's um, it's a it's an interesting flavor. Every every clan sort of has their own sword fighting style, and this is the the dragon's sword fighting style. It's the Miramoto Niten. So then you've got the Agasha family, which is uh, sort of the the Shugenja, you know, the the spiritual priest sort of family. So the other major family besides the the Miramoto and the the Agasha is the Kitsuki family. They tend they have this thing called Kitsuki's method. 
which is the sort of the, the foundation of this family and and the, there's a reason why they're in the dragon because they're they're again strange for Rokugan. Kitsuki's method uh, has to do with the way that legal proceedings are done in Rokugan. So if you are accused of a crime in, in, in most of the, the, the provinces in Rokugan, you go before you know, uh, like a tribunal or uh, you know, and, and go to court, basically. And uh, you, know, you present your case, and all the evidence presented against you is all based on eyewitness accounts. So it's, so it's all... You know, I saw this. This is what happened. It's testimony. It, yeah, it's all it's all testimonial. Thank you. I was struggling with the word. <laughs> it's no problem. Uh, I need more caffeine. <laughs> but Kitsuki's method is different. Kitsuki's method was let's like actually go look at the crime scene and see what happened. So, so it reflects more modern crime crime investigation. Kinda. It's 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 the inter- it, Kitsuki introduces the idea of evidence of of you know things outside of testimony mm-hmm. to either prove or disprove. Well, saying okay. Keep in mind that Rokugan okay. obviously hasn't a heavily ingrained honor system, so someone's word is all that matters. Whereas Katsuki yeah. goes, well, hold on. Are they telling the truth? Can we prove that or not? Right. right. So um, we have, so the four families, just to recap real quick, Togashi, which is the, the adoptive family yeah. of the, the, leaders, the leadership family of the clan, yeah. in which the Daimo resides, of course, uh, Yokuni being the number one. You have Kitsuki, which we just talked about, which sounds like they're the investigators. That's what they have. They have have, have an investigator school. Sherlock Holmes, the clan. Yeah, (laughs) Kitsuki investigator guard. You have Miramoto. Yes. So they are the Niten practitioners. They're the sword fighters. Yes. And then you have the Agasha family. And they're the Shugenja. Yeah. And they're the Shugenja. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So those are the four main families of the Dragon Clan. And and do you see from the fiction? Do you see any ways in which? These things have shifted. Obviously, we have all four of those families represented in the cards, and, um, and to some extent in the story. The story, I think, represented everybody, but maybe, maybe Agasha wasn't in there or Katsuki wasn't in there. But I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, I think they haven't changed the Dragon Clan much. I don't remember what the name of the Miramoto Daimyo was, but if that's changed or not. However, his daughter Hitomi. She is pretty much pulled directly from the old fiction and plopped down into this. Into this oh yeah. Story. yeah, okay, cool. cool. Uh, she is. She was a hothead. <laughs> yes, yeah, and she in, is in this, this fiction too. Yeah, mm-hmm. in uh, so yeah, she is um, a little bit different than the normal, you know, bearing of the the Miramoto family. She's a she's a little bit of a of a black sheep in the family, which is kind of cool. And, but so so she is very true to what I remember from the old stuff, and I, there yeah there was very little changed. Cool. I don't remember anything about like the the birth rates and all that. I think that might be a story element that they that they're focusing on for the new fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they were the dragon have always been kind of small, as right. far as as far as the other clans go. Their holdings have are, are they, they live in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They have less arable land. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they've always been smaller in that respect. They just haven't haven't don't have room to grow into a large family. All right. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the, you know, we've got the the monk adoptive, you know, monastic Togashi family who just you know, hey, if if you want to come join my family, come join my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's there's not so much about you know people getting married and having births and you know carrying on the the Togashi line. Like so, very, so very monk style. Yeah. yeah. So, so there there are reasons why they're small to begin with. So the 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 declining birth rate, though, that I think is is an addition by FFG to you know to give some intrigue, some interest, and yeah. well, yeah, to and provide it, a possible storyline. We 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 know that the crane fields is it the crane fields that aren't producing wheat because they were flooded. It was the, the rice fields, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, were, they were recovering from a famine and having a, and right. were approaching so a famine. So it was a tsunami like, and a famine followed it. So yeah. it, we've seen crane, lion, dragon, and crab. The only one that doesn't have kind of a problem internal to the clan seems to be lion. But that, well, actually, I take that back because they just had their champion killed. Right. So now there's this, <laughs> maybe this power struggle going on. So each of these clans... Oh, or avoid, at least. Yeah. Well, each some, of these clans has something internal to the clan in some problem or stressor yes. internal to the clan. Mm-hmm. And that this is important I think for the for the card game. Now I didn't again I didn't really play the CCG and I, I dropped out of the of the RPG after a while because I didn't like where the storyline was going. But they had this sort of it almost became like the big bad this century. 
you know, you have the second day of Thunder and, you know, the war against Fulang, and then you have, you know, Daigotsu, and you've got Kalima, and you've got all these big, bads, world-ending sort of things that happen what right, you, in the old storyline. What you might call Demigod of the Week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, Almost. Inst- instead of Bad Guy of the Week, yeah, exactly. it's, bad, it's Big well, Bad. Yeah. So, I mean, those stories are great. The, there's nothing wrong with those stories. But if you look at things like films of uh, Kurosawa, mm-hmm. you've got smaller scale difficulties human level yeah it's you know problems in your village or whatever you know like you look at seven samurai it's not this big you know national huge thing it's it's a village that you know is being defended by seven samurai it was a a village being turned over for its pocket change by a group of thugs right and they they just they they out of they out of what's probably happening thousands of times across japan all the time turn around and go no we're going to hire someone to fight back and the people they get to fight back turn out to be heroes who can do it. And that's right. why it's interesting. Okay. The the old L5R sort of fell into this, you know, uh, you know, how do we how do we build up, you know, higher and higher from this, you know, because And eventually you get to the point where it just gets silly. Right. I mean, you know, all types of fiction have been guilty of that, right? The Marvel, TV, the Marvel DC problem? Marvel oh, yeah. DC so, problem. Yeah, yeah, like eventually you run up against something like how can we defeat Superman? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so, oh, at least make it interesting. Right, so, giving right. each of the clans some internal problem, I think, brings it back down to that human level, where you can tell some more intimate stories, some more human-based stories, where you know there, there's lots of interesting little storylines that they can that FFG can work with to give a lot of legs to the card game to do a lot of expansions and and tell a lot of interesting things with storyline prizes and whatnot, without going. Well, what demigod are we going to throw in here now? Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And they've well, and they've said as much, right? But it's really interesting to see how what they said six, eight weeks ago, whenever that was, and see it see it forming mm-hmm. in each of these fictions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No clan seems blameless. None of them. All of them have interesting internal flaws. Like you're saying, that's basically what it is: the human flaws of the clan itself, and the fact that. Let's take an example of the dragon story, where through all through the scene with um, Yakuni, where he's going through this whole great mystical vision and what for and foreboding of this great d- um, danger to come, and his his underling is going, yeah, but we're all starving and everyone's and we're not getting enough kids and we need to. This is this is the kind of thing that's worrying me. Where you you seem to have your view off in the clouds here, yeah. And the conflict yeah, between yeah. those two within the clan is really fascinating. Yeah, it is, and and that and that existed in the old fiction also, and mm-hmm. uh, that whole idea that Yakuni speaks in sort of koans is 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 a holdover also he he's very cryptic the togashi family is known for being very cryptic and the people who become like togashi monks end up speaking sort of like togashi yukuni does (laughs) so you get the you have these monks walking around speaking in these weird you know you know metaphors well that might be that might be there's there's all kinds of speculative reasons on that. One of the thing I so so are, are, is that it for the Dragon Clan? Because I wanted oh. to kind of move on to the because the interesting crab strife, the internal strife for the crab is something I really want to talk well, about. Yeah, too. so I, I wanted to make one quick comment because you brought up the Lion Clan. Sure. That whole like, the, the that internal strife with their power struggle with or with uh, Akoto Arasu being. Uh, murder, you know, killed at, at uh, Toshi Ranbo. Yeah, and the tears flowing. Use, don't from, yeah. use the term murder. Your reverse is the clan most likely to litigate you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I he was have killed. To, I have to, <laughs> I have to watch my, watch my your language. Words. Exactly. So, as was mentioned in the story, Okoto Totori was the older brother. So Totori was the one who was supposed to be the champion from the beginning. Arasu was the younger brother. He was just supposed to be the one who, you know, waits in the wings or does whatever, mm-hmm. goes to a monastery or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because they sort of flipped that, Totori went to the monastery and, you know, did the did the whole, you know... Uh, Monastic, internal... Yeah, the, the internal, finding, you know, growth, whatever. Finding of your path, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't he didn't want to lead. He, <laughs> he didn't... Th- he you know, wasn't really cut out. His brother, Arasu, was the one who was cut out for leadership. And he, and he basically knew that. <laughs> so that problem where... You know, Arasu gets, you know, is killed and he has to assume the role that he was, is, was his by birthright that he sort of gave up. That's, I mean, that's a huge possibility for inter, intra-clan conflict, you know. Right, for, and I think we talked about that last episode. We yeah. talked about mm-hmm. this. So, yes, yeah. maybe there's a second champion. Maybe there's, I mean, look, look at the Dragon Clan. They talked about the heir mm-hmm. in, in the Dragon Clan fiction, the, the next, the, the heir to go to Yokuni. Yeah, and I remember that being a 
the big deal amongst the uh, the old crowd and mm-hmm. having that era yeah. identified. So yeah, so you've got that. You've also got that the, those followers of Shinsei who are like the heretics. Oh yes, of course, yeah, the heresy. The, yeah, that growing heresy in the Dragon Land. So there, there's that. Oh right, right, also. right. The the sect. Yeah. What was the sect? I called? forgot they were called. Yeah. Something about the little man, per- the perfect life, or something like that, a perfect way. I'd have to open up. Say. I'd have to open up. I'd have to go yeah. look in. But the idea right. being basically that it's a it's a um, a religion that breaches the essential structure of Rokugan, the yeah. caste system. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's a perversion of the the Tao of Shinsei. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's you know why it's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. So then you've got we get into the Crab Clan, uh, the, their fiction, which again they, you know, that's pretty much standard Crab is what you see there in the, in the story. Right. There was a lot of internal dialogue. There was. A, it, so it's first person from Hida Kasada's point of view. Yeah. So you get a lot of his internal dialogue. We meet some characters. You he grunts a lot. There right. was a lot of grunting. That was, <laughs> that was really that was that's that's sort of that's sort of well okay so <laughs> that's crab. I guess he doesn't have the crabs don't have tongues, so they go. Well, so um, the no, n- n- um, so I was wrong when I was like, oh, no, I am crab. It's more like oh. If you if you if you've seen if you've seen the film Samurai War movies, the kind of thing is a narrative standard again. Really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. They they they're so the, the <laughs> uh, uh, oh. <laughs> that's a narrative standard. All right, okay. That's are we, we going to go here? And now and so now that we've earned our X rating, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's more of a fact of like earned, earned the visit from the social justice folks. But move on. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's just a lot of grunting. That's all. I, this he, is true. It, this is true. It, well, so not audibly, he just said, "Casada grunted." Yeah. <laughs> well, but so the thing is, is that the the crab are known for being you know the stalwart defenders of Rokugan against the Shadowlands. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. They value direct action. They value f- being forthright. They, you know, they they don't have time for niceties right. in their lives, because basically the the crab are at constant war. The, they talk about the Caillou Wall, the Carpenter Wall, which uh, is this wall that stretches for several kilometers. I forget exactly how long it's supposed to be, but it's a very long wall that is the, the 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 line of defense that keeps the Shadowlands horde out of Rokugan. The crab clan basically the, the the life of a crab bushi is once you get past your gempuku is to go onto the wall What's a gempuku? The coming of age ceremony. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I I'm I'm representing the naive uh L5R R R R and once again, we get back into grunts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, you you get me, Doug. You get my jokes. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately. <clears throat> um, so the, the 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 life of a crabushi is to defend the wall and die. Okay. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. You you die gloriously. There's somehow. Not much to say to that, right? So and yeah, the the, the gliding, dying glorious defense of the yeah. Caillou Wall. Yeah, All so right, one gotcha. of the, like, the the coming of age ceremony is actually, if I remember correctly, pretty simple for the crab. First off, the the there are different types of armor uh, to get into to a little bit of like Japanese military and you know, Rokugani military mm-hmm. sort of things. Uh, the standard set of armor, it's like the, the the lacquered bamboo sort of stuff that you know. But there's light armor and there's heavy armor. Just kind of like there, you know, like in Europe there was light armor and heavy armor. Okay. Most of the the other clans. Especially, uh, they wear light armor. Like mm-hmm. the lion wears light armor. The, the technicality here you're looking at is, as opposed to the Western style, which was meant to deflect repeated blows to be beaten up and then to move around in, laminar style armor is meant to deflect a cut. That's all it's there for. It's to stop a stop, turn a katana strike or a spear poke from a lethal blow into a cut. Okay. Uh, the, the, yeah, this, the, there's a very different. This is a very different style of, of fighting. Than what you know you see in like you know Game of Thrones or whatever, right? Uh, European military, European swords are bashing weapons more than they're cutting weapons. A katana is a very precise cutting weapon, so that that's a big difference. So you've got you got the the normal armor, which is which will you know will protect you from a couple of cuts. Then you've got the heavy armor, which is meant more for like cavalry or for you know protecting protecting against someone who's using something like a tetsubo the crab are the only clan that do all of their training in heavy armor ah okay all right well because they're playing they're they're i mean some of the characters that were introduced in the story there's goblins Mm -hmm. and there's ogres and there's oni what's an oni demon 
a yep. demon. Mm-hmm. Is it bigger than us typically? It in depends. the story, it, it, Every it, it was it was <laughs> it was implied in the story. At least I thought every that it oni was is different. Bigger. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. There, there is a reasonable narrative background that an oni and oni overlaps with ogre in our understanding of being larger brutish creatures okay but, uh, but it is the, the term gets used interchangeably with demon and obviously in our <clears throat> in western um, fiction demons range from tiny to enormous and all right between. all right gotcha yeah. so you'll you'll hear about a uh, different oni if it's just an oni it's just some random weird demon when they get really bad is when they get names names are important names are a big thing names have power the in l5r Okay. If you, so if you have a, an oni with a name, that gives it more of a tie to the mortal realm and means that it's more dangerous and can do more damage. So look out for uh, should should a Shadowlands expansion ever hit the card game, look out for those unique oni. Yeah. The the it'll be those, like oni be knows something or other. Yeah. You know. Was, ah, okay, okay, I was gotcha. Thinking, I was thinking more of if you approach the desk of an oni and there's a helpful placard there, you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Instead of assistant, it's uh, only no Carl. <laughs> oh, oh no. Uh, yeah, so that so one thing that and one thing that happens when people start <laughs> So watch out for your only with placards on their desks. Particularly if he's got one he takes with him, it's even worse. He's prepared. You know you got desk, you know the whole like no deskless office kind of thing. Hi, I'm, I'm sorry, we'll move no, on. I'm yeah. only no Bob and I'm here to help. No no, hello, my name is yeah. <laughs> I need to bomb and I'm here to help. <laughs> Anyways. You have so, a problem with your computer? <laughs> one of the things that, that happens when, when people try to get power <laughs> through black magic is they will uh, summon an Oni to you know, make a deal with it to get power. That's always a tricky proposition because if you don't do it right, the Oni will basically eat your soul and take your name. That seems bad. And that's how Onis get names. Oh, all right. Okay. That seems... That, yeah. Having my soul eaten just does yeah, not seem like a good way it's, to go. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nasty. Right. And uh, it, it, what it does is it, it basically gives the Oni lots of power in the mortal realm and makes them a serious force to be reckoned with. So if you, right. ever, if you ever, if you ever, if you ever read in future stories, if you ever hear something about Oni, no, something or other, you know, there a few names, but they're fairly yeah. complex little. They, they can be. They can be. <laughs> right. uh, you know that that's something that's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so the Onis that they, they that are in the crab fiction are, you know, they're just your, your sta- mostly you're just your standard Oni, except for the one that was wearing the the obsidian armor. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was neat. I like that. I, that was awesome. I like cool. that. It's a. Um, and- if I remember correctly, I just read this last night. Mm-hmm. The four families are directly introduced in the fiction, are yes. they not, mm-hmm. for the crab? Yes. So you have the Hida family. I'm going to try to do this from memory. I'm not going to remember them all. The Hida. Right? Uh, Quesada, right? Oh, sorry, sorry. Quesada family. Yep. No, Quesada. it's the Hida family. It's the Hida it family. Yeah, the, the Hida Quesada. The Hida is the family name. Family name comes first. Quesada, mm-hmm. Quesada is his name. That's the champion. Hida Quesada. Caillou. Yep. Because... They they're the wall builders. Yep. They're the architects. They are the, the engineers. They're engineers, and then I I got nothing on the other two. <laughs> All right. I remember two. Yeah, well, the um Hiruma the scouts. Oh right right right. right. Yeah. Hiruma is that one yeah. of them? Yep. All right. Okay. So and, and then, then there was the. There's one more. Come on, can you can started with a K? Yeah. Cooney. 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 All right. They're they're the the Shigenja. So what I was gonna say about about the armor. So the the crab bushi they they train in, in heavy armor because they're going to be wearing heavy armor on the wall to defend themselves against oni because oni have all sorts of tricks they can pull so they have to wear the heavy armor so right. that's how they do their training okay and they're the only ones in the in the in the nation who do that so the gempuku ceremony for the crab is the most brutal in Rokugan. <laughs> the Kempuku ceremony for the crab is the most brutal. In in most cases, it's you know here's you've come of age. Here's a here's your dice show, and you've earned your right to be you know to wear it and use it and blah 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 blah. Okay. In in, in the crab clan, it's like well, put on your armor. Here's your sword. Go kill an oni. Mm-hmm. And that's the Gempuku ceremony for the crab. You walk out Holy into the shit. Shadowlands by yourself. Yep. If you come back, you're worthy. Oh. <laughs> to, to some of our um, long-term listeners and to Turbin oh Slightly, my. you might recognize that if you compare it to the um, initiation ceremony of various space marines. Yeah. Yep. So they, it's, so these are teenage men and women. 13, 14 13, years 14 old, year something old. like that, when you come of age, yeah. 
uh, young men and young women, obviously. Mm-hmm. They just like, okay, here's your armor, here's your bashing tatubo, and go. Bring back an oni. Come head. on back. Yeah. Bring back something to show that you've slain an oni. Oh my god. Or, I don't. I yeah. I I might not be the crab fan. I thought I was. <laughs> oh, the, the 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 crab are really awesome. They're they're hardcore, man. They are hardcore. So then you. So yeah. So uh, also, there there's not there's not really an idea of retirement with the the crab clan. The question does not arise. Yeah. So most most crab die on the wall. Die defending the wall. Uh, if you do manage to become an old. Crab Bushi, very likely you are going to get off the wall at, at a point, and then you become one of the teachers uh, of, of the, uh, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the Bushi school. Because you've survived long enough to get old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, you must know a thing or two. All right. But then, you know, once you've, you've, you're too old to teach, there's not really a retirement. There's not like an old folks home or anything like that. There's just the Shadowlands. So, uh, a lot of times, old crab who are at retirement age of where they can where they're no longer really useful they will put on their armor for a last time and walk out into the shadowlands oh wow mm-hmm. yeah the, so they start their career and end the career in the same way yeah and so that that whole that whole onslaught of you know the the oni and the the undead and all that stuff throwing themselves against the wall mm-hmm. that's almost daily life for the crab wow mm-hmm. so it's so this this the story just really encapsulates the crab as they are, right. So yeah, so you've got the the Hita family, which is the the ruling family, and like you mentioned, the the Caillou are the engineers, and it, they they have an engineering school, and they're the ones who build the best structures in all of Rokugan because they've built a wall that has stood for almost a thousand years. The the Kuni family, they're the Shugenjas, but they have sort of their sort of style of of magic and all that is they tend to have a Dr. Frankenstein sort of thing. They're disassembling to them. Okay. So they they study because they have to they have to go to extremes to right. win these things, right? They have to beat the Oni there. Right. They the study wall. the Oni. They record things about them. They they keep they keep books of all the different types of Oni that they've seen. And every time they see a new one, they they capture all the details of it. They'll do dissection and stuff like that. Which for most people in for most people in Rokugan is considered something that is dishonorable. Oh, yeah, taboo, okay. taboo, yeah. Beyond, right. taboo, pretty much. Yeah, only the unclean touch the dead, but the Caillou, or the excuse me, the Cooney touch the dead all the time. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So all that's right. that's sort of their kind of their shtick. The Haruma, they're, they're yeah, they're the scouts. They're the ones who often make you know forays into the Shadowlands to see what's happening. Right. Their their goal is not to you know engage with anything. It's to observe and report. They're the and, rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so the the crab, the internal strife to the crab is the the fact that they don't have enough people. They don't have enough of them. They're, they're, yeah. it's, a, it's a similar similar problem with and that's Dragon. Di- yeah, that's directly but, out of the but, old story, too, also. But they don't have enough people to protect. The Emperor is not sending well, people so to yeah, help. There, there's the main conflict the crab is facing, is as, as whenever I first read about them, the crab feel, the crab feel they're the only people that understand their situation, and they're isolated. Yeah. And the rest of the Empire has gone, yeah, you do your job, we'll forget about you. Right, and right. They're, and right. they're feeling the, and pr- the pinch. Which has them. a lot of analogs to uh, the other LCG Game of Thrones, right? right. Watchers on the yeah. wall, the yeah. whole deal. And so it's sort Night's of, a, it's, it's very much like the Night's Watch. They're, right. they're out of sight, out of mind, they're far removed from Otosan Uchi, mm-hmm. the, the capital city, and whenever uh, whenever they send requests for more funds, more people, more whatever, they often get denied. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the, rest right. of, the rest of the of the country doesn't understand, to them, the rest of the country doesn't understand the, sh- the Shadowlands threat because they're not like the crab facing it pretty much every single day. Right. You know, we're fine. They're, they're, they're yep. never, they've never made it yep. into real yep. We'll be killed. Yep. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. You know? So one of, the, one of the things that's really bad that they mention as sort of a uh, it's sort of a big you know plot point in the story is the fact that uh, there's the crab clan stores of jade are dwindling. Ah, oh, right. Jade is very important. There's they they also mention the taint, and they're these two things are slightly related. So the Shadowlands, but the Shadowlands things come out of Jigoku, which is basically hell. Not an exact thing, but to put it into sort of a you know, Western Judeo-Christian sort of idea. Jigoku is hell. Okay. And and the Oni come out of hell and, tr- and are trying to corrupt the world. That corruption manifests itself in taint. And just by something tainted being near you, you can get tainted. We had a listener question. Barry Wordle asked whether the taint 
was analogous to chaos in 40K. And it sounds like it very much is because chaos, it, it's not necessarily that you're going to get in, in the 40K universe. If you see sigils, if you see chaos signal, sigils, you feel sick, you feel uh, it make, doesn't make you feel good. It, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. So you may not get tainted, but it's it's not an infectious thing. But there's a force there. Yeah. The imposing itself. The, upon the, the you. taint is sort of a force. Mm-hmm. OK. Basically, it's corruption and putrefaction is what it is. It, 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 it's more if, of an undead bent to it. OK. Yeah. All right. It's 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 basically this sort of creeping evil that infects everything around it. Right. So it will it will you know if if something tainted walks across your lawn, your lawn will die. Okay. If you come within a certain distance of someone who's tainted, it's very possible that you will you, that you will pick up some taint from them. Okay. So then Jade, well, in its form, fights this, cleanses cleanses uh, objects yeah, of the taint. Kinda. So. The the taint doesn't just affect your body; it affects your soul also. Just I want to make that point also because okay. it's 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 corruption inside and out. So it, it so it's like it's pure corruption. Jade is used to inhibit or to fight against cor- the the taint. It it works by absorbing taint. So All right, you'll okay. All right. you'll you'll hear about at some point uh, people wearing a piece of jade. And using that sort of like a nuclear engineer would use a dosimeter. Yeah, particularly with the um, the limited use factor, as it yeah. were. Yeah. Basically, what will happen is you, you wear a piece of jade if you go out into the Shadowlands. And you keep an eye on that piece of jade because what's going to happen is that jade is going to absorb the taint that, would, that you would be picking up. It's going to go into the jade instead. And the jade is going to slowly turn black. Okay. It, it's basically going to get black, get soft, and it's going to basically melt from all the taint that it absorbs. So, as long as you can see green on the piece of jade that you're wearing, you're fine. If your jade goes completely black, you need to hightail it. Right, right. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're going to start picking up taint. Okay. And it, like I said, it, it corrupts it might your body, be too corrupts late your mind, then. corrupts yeah. your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You might have seen in the in the, in one of the big points in the in the recent fiction was them burning the bodies. Most people don't get a normal funeral because it's not safe to do. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Because you, because you see in the story. The dead rising. Exactly. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, so thanks, Doug. So now we know a little bit more about crab. We know a little bit more about dragon. And uh, we're hoping to hear soon. There's speculation. There's three left, right? Unicorn, scorpion, and... Phoenix. Phoenix are the next three that are left. I have absolutely no guesses as to what might be next thematically or otherwise any guesses on you guys current point? current favorite for um, FFG forum post was which clan is going to be last and why is it going to be scorpion yeah that's <laughs> exactly so th- th- that's been kind of my thinking for whatever reason maybe they started with crane right yeah. they, why the not s- end with scorpion the scorpion is everybody's favorite clan to hate exactly well exactly. crane exactly. is pretty high up there to hate but well, but for, i think that's based much on much different reasons and yeah and, and i think that's based more on the old ccg mm-hmm. crane mm-hmm. playstyle than anything else <laughs> but that's just me speaking yeah the opinions you hear here are absolutely ridiculous and should never be taken seriously, nor as a nor as a, um, a as a condonment of any activity whatsoever in any conceivable manner. <laughs> All right, so listener questions. So we had two listeners who posted questions when I asked for them about three weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, yeah, we're going to be recording, and here are some listeners." We what apologize for not getting to them last yeah. episode. We completely spaced it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also had I also had some technical issues that 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 push back our, our recording any anyhow whatever so please give us more questions <laughs> yes please give us more questions in that in that frame of mind we have one quick one from jared pat jared patton i hope i'm saying your last name right jared you asked whether kitsu spirit caller because kitsu spirit caller is a lion card as an action you can bring it bring action action to exhaust kitsu spirit caller you can bring another character from your discard pile into play mm-hmm. and if you bring an honor general into play Honor General triggers itself when it enters play, it becomes honored. Mm-hmm. And then he was asking whether you can then, after the conflict is over, when can you play Stand Your Ground, which is a lion event that says when a play, when a, a honored character would leave play, discard the honor, discard the honor character instead. Yes, you can do that. The yes. uh, the inter- the stand your ground is an interrupt. Yeah. So it would interrupt the honor general leaving play as a result of the spirit caller. 
obviously the honor general would not be honored any longer, so it would be a slightly But he still gets his other but abilities. But he's still there. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. So that does work, and mm-hmm. it, it's, it seems like it's one of those strong lion card combinations. It fits with the swarmy nature of the lion clan. Right, mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the nature of relying on your ancestors. I'm going to rely on you again. Oh, yeah, okay, don't go away. Stick around. Okay, well, it's not so honorable for you to stick around, but you're here to help us. That, that's, that's part of it. The, the next one, that, so that's, that was kind of a direct yes or no question. Mm-hmm. We, had, uh, we mentioned Barry Wordle. He, he asked the earlier question about the taint. He asks really about the self-IVR, and this has been a continual conversation. It's died down a little bit, I think, from those early days of the spoils, which is there are clans that are polar opposites of one another. Crane and Lion seem to be polar opposites. One is, one is political, one is military. Mm, they okay, were, yeah. you know, in terms of in terms of strength, Focus, right? As it were, yeah. So his question is: Do clan loyalties, would clan loyalties for you as a player, preclude you from a cho- choosing crane with lion ally or lion with crane ally as a choice? Because it just wouldn't make sense in the fluff. It wouldn't make sense in the literature. It wouldn't make sense in the fiction. This is where I'm going to go back to for my answer for this. I'm going to go back to the the three different play styles for Game of Thrones. You've got you've got the 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 thematic Nedley style of play, which only builds decks that are within the theme that would fit within the story. Right. It's it's got to it's got to be canonical story. Yeah. Even, even avoiding putting together characters in the same faction who would not have been around at the same time. Say. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's very much you know keeping in theme, keeping you know that everything. What so you know about the fiction is limiting your deck building. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's thank you. That's. Yeah. So you, you use the fiction to to inform your deck building and you only build decks that would that are absolutely legal within the fiction. Then you've got the Jamie style of deck in Thrones, which is the tournament player who does whatever it takes to win. Right. I will put together uh, House Stark with House Lannister to win to win a tournament. And that was the, the twenty sixteen uh, world champion deck, right? That, okay. That's you know because in the story the Lannister and the the Stark will never ally together. Right, right, absolutely, right. But that was that was how this player won won worlds, and I forget the person's name, and I apologize for that. Uh, but then you've got the, the the Shaga style of play, which is just the jank. Okay. So I think what you're going to see, I think you're going to see something very similar for L5R, which I think I might have mentioned before. Yeah. Is that you've got you're going to have people who do the clan loyalty thing absolutely unequivocally will do the clan loyalty thing and if you, this clan would not ally with with the, with the the clan deck that I'm building they're not going to ever be my ally there's going to be people out there who do that right so if the uh the crab would never ally with the scorpion let's say which is actually a pretty close thing uh <laughs> <laughs> um you know so someone who's you know, who's a hardcore crab player is never going to build a deck that has an ally scorpion but if at some point, the, if a person just wants to win tournaments, if 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 crab with scorpion ally becomes a a a monster deck build, they're going to play it. Right. So you're going to see both. Right. Mm-hmm. And I th- it for those you might have people transition. I I for my answer to this, I would think that you might have someone start as a Nedley. Right. Mm-hmm. And say, OK, yeah. I'm not going to pair crane and lion. We should probably come up with terms for that. <laughs> right. 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 So. So I'm not going to come up with. I, I got nothing. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, if you've got good terms for these different type of deck builds, let us know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have those folks who are going to be uh, fiction uh, limited. Yes. Right. And maybe but the maybe the player is really wanting to win and eventually some of those players will say, okay, you know what? For this one tournament, I'm going to do that. I'm going well, to pair these two. a lot of what you But s- uh, who knows? Like, it's all individual choice. And that's right. the great thing about these games. You sit across from someone. You don't know who they're allied with until that first card is played. Right. Until that first ally yeah, card is played. No, and no prior decla- declaration or anything. No, no agenda equivalents or banners yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. Right, yeah. right. Well, there were the rule cards that were spoiled. That's one thing we didn't True talk enough, about. They, they spoiled yeah. those rules. They spoiled a couple pages of the rule book. Oh, right, yeah, and the, there's a roll card, so trans. there's some speculation, yep. and you know, I don't know how how it's all speculation at this point. But the roll cards might change. The de- they said that they would change the deck building and the playing, the the play styles 
for those using those right. roles. So maybe they allow you to ally with more than one. Totally, so. that, could, that could change more. Yeah, of course they could. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to to answer it quick, yeah, quick, yeah, go quick, ahead. And quick answer to the question myself as well. I think it's an interesting one because not so long ago, I think honestly, prior to con prior to um to conquest. I would have been more in the mindset of playing nothing but a thema thematic deck. That's what I was used to in the 40k setting. And the Conquest game made it clear that it, it can still feel right and work by taking other factions together. And I, I turn it around right now and say, if I was playing a clan that seems to, be to, to be, seems to me to be someone who would find it difficult to ally with someone, Let's say the lion and their their rather strong pride. It might feel feel to them like you know I'm not sure we really want to take in someone from a clan. We don't need them. That's that's ex not acceptable. We can do that. In my scorpion decks, anyone I take in as a clan ally, I'm clearly manipulating them. So ah yeah. yes, there you go, there you go. Yeah, you're right. manipulating. And and to some extent, you can always come up with some kind of reasoning where a prideful lion clan oh, of course. would say you know what for the pride of uh, for the pride of our clan we are going to ally with you for the next 10 minutes right. we're going we're, <laughs> going we're going to deign well, to have you come along and see how awesome we are right. and and then and political and the, the politics of rokugan are complex mm -hmm. so there there might be a need at some point for the lion to ally with the crane for something temporarily. right right totally. and when we're talking about ally of course we're talking about really just the conflict deck and that's reliant upon influence and mm -hmm. there are conflict characters that you would be able to pull in. We've seen them in, in all the clans that would have been previewed so far. We've seen conflict characters. The interesting part would be there's, there's also an even thinner way to slice this pie in that you don't take the characters. You take only the events or the attachments. The yeah. the right? You're like, weapons. you know what? I'm not yeah. going to take the characters because they, they don't. But I could adopt a a. I, c I could channel the lion stand your ground. Right. I could channel for greater glory. And th there's a there's a story way to explain that, because there are there, there's the idea of people from one bushy school visiting another bushy school. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so you're, you're yeah. adopting uh, approaches, right? And that's so so you know someone it. who is you know going who's from the uh, you know from the lion clan, you know studying in the Ikoto the Ikoto school might for you know a few months, a few years, whatever. Go and study with the crab mm -hmm. to to learn about the crab. Yep, totally so. Yep. So, totally so. so yeah, so adopting those those events and attachments uh, without the characters, it could be represent. You spent some time studying under this other clan mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. learn some of their techniques. Mm -hmm. Or oh, the simple version of you nick their sword. <laughs> that that too. That well, too. that 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 that. There's nothing simple about nicking someone's sword. <laughs> True in, enough. In, direct, shall we say? Direct. Since since the sword is the soul of the of the of the bushi, it's that's you're stealing somebody's you know ancestry. That's that's not simply nicking a sword. <laughs> and then last quick question: We we talked about the seven thunders earlier, and those are the seven people. Because it was mentioned in, I think, the FFG post. Like the not, seven greatest warriors the, of the clan. Yeah, so and they fought off. The term champions gets used, but that gets mixed in with the champion of the clan. They right. are chosen champions. So, yeah, so, so when you're talking about Thunder, you're talking about a, a chosen champion for this task. For a specific yeah, purpose. And that was that first the, the first seven Thunders, which they talked about in FFG. So that's yep. kind of adopted yes. lore, it looks free. like. Yep. Which is, they fought Fulang. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they beat him back, if not defeated him. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. It was a temporary. That was another question that Barry had, uh, clarification that he wanted. Not a problem. All right. Well, thank you for those questions. If you have any others, be sure and, you know, post them or get a hold of us. And I, we hope that you uh, engage in some conversation about our spoiler. Watch Commander. Mm. It's going to be a brain-melting oh, game. Wow. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, we yeah, look yeah. forward to seeing you at Gen Con, folks. We are going to be there with bells on. It's 704 freaking people on Thursday. We're arriving on Wednesday. The four-day passes are sold out. Yep, they just recently yep. sold out. Um, we are going to that's that Saturday on the that's demo floor is going to be insane. That's surprising to me, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's. I'm not sure I've ever it's heard of be Gen party. Con selling out well, 40 we're not, passes. We're before. not even into August. It's happened before, but like doing it in like early July. It's yeah. the 50th. It's the right? big one. It's it, the yeah, 50th. it is. Everybody, everybody who's, oh, who's it's ever be, gone. It's going to be such a blast. And, and Carl, you're going for the first time, but anybody else who has ever gone, like, oh, you know, I haven't been for a few years. There's nothing coming. But but now, like, even if people don't have necessarily a game coming out, I could say, that, like, you know what? I'm going to go back for 50. If um oh, if yeah, any of so. you are watching our Facebook affair a bit, if you'd like more... um. Uh, work in progress spoilers. Please let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl's going to do a whole cosplay thing. It's on, actually, on, I actually uh, did on Thursday. Functional parts of it yesterday. It was excellent. Strapped nice. it to my body. All right, so, excellent. You know.
If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. <laughs> okay, if you could do David Attenborough, that would be awesome. Here, in the depths of wildest Rokugan. There you go. <laughs> I can do it. I can do that for you. Taking our Midsummer cue from FFG, we'll be covering some of the news, giving you some additional background on the Dragon Crabbin. <laughs> dragon Crabbin? <laughs> yes, all right. You made it Fourth, through. Fourth, fifth, the sixth, dragon clams, the dragon eighth, clams, the dragon clams. clams.